listening to The Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Sita Hood, a licensed clinical social worker. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for our relationship with a licensed therapist. You ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back for another episode of the Lovish Podcast. I am your host, Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. What are you sipping on today? If you happen to be listening to this episode and you feel like tagging me on social media, let me know what's in your cup. I have um, gone back to the basics of French vanilla coffee, right? Like I know sometimes for us coffee lovers, we might like to experiment some, you know, little razzle dazzles our drinks or whatever. But I decided to go back to the basics and just stick with some good old French vanilla. That's basic to me. Um, If you are listening to this episode while you are sipping on some, what you sipping on? Let me know. All right. Today, we are going to talk about why you need to stop ghosting, folks. You heard me. Ghosting. Now, I know some of y'all think that If you have not ghosted anybody in a romantic relationship, then you're not guilty of this. That is simply not true. But before we even talk about all of that, here's what I want to say to you. Your influence is the most powerful tool you have. You have heard me say that before. If you are a regular podcast listener, your voice, your influence, your personality, your character, your essence, your being is the most powerful tool that you have. Have you ever been in a relationship? And I like to say relationships because I'm not just talking about romantic. I think sometimes we can get caught up in just feeling like romantic relationships are just the thing, the it thing, right? When our other relationships matter just as much as our romantic relationships. But have you ever been in, let's just say, a friendship, for example, since we've been talking about friendships lately on the podcast? You have been at work all day and you are practically bursting at the seams because you cannot wait to get home and tell your girl what happened at work. You smile when you think about her because you just know she is going to travel to the third heavens with laughter when she hears what you got to say. You get off work, barely bursting through the doors and you get to the parking lot and you start to dial the number. Come on, come on, pick up, girl. Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) She gonna be cracking up. How should I start off this conversation? Mm, Should I hit her with this joke or no, 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 no. Okay, let me just be cool because I gotta wait for her to pick up this phone. (laughs) She's not gonna be able to believe this. Dang, what's she doing? I hope she answered. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic oh. message system. At the tone, please record your message. 
You were super excited. You call back again 20 minutes later and the exact same thing happens. You send out a text and you say, hey, girl, call me. You are never going to believe what happened. Or maybe your text is just a T emoji. Still no response. You wake up the next day and you call back on your way to work. Nothing. Now you're starting to get in your feelings because you don't really know what's happening. Like you're not sure. You don't understand why you're not getting a call back, why you're not getting a text back. And let's say that this cycle continues for several days. And then after a few weeks, you just decide to give up. At this point, it's not even about the tea anymore. You just want to know why your friend is not answering the phone. Like weeks go by and still nothing. You check her social media page and she's perfectly fine. She's adding to her stories. She's posting as usual, but she's just not answering the phone. And you could be petty and comment under one of her pictures or say something, you know, but you can clearly see that she's gotten your messages. Weeks go by and still nothing. You're hurt. You're still a little bit angry, but mostly you're hurt. Has this ever happened to you? You thought that things were going well in a relationship, whether romantic or platonic, and then it turns out that the other person didn't feel the same way, which is fine, except they could have at least just told you what the issue is. That's what it feels like to be on the other side of ghosting. So for those of you that are not familiar with the term ghosting, ghosting is when a person disappears from a relationship without warning, explanation, or cause. I can't tell you how many times I have had clients tell me that they ghosted a relationship because they wanted to avoid conflict. And trust me, I get it. I hear you. I really do understand But it's more awkward to leave a relationship without closure because when and if you run into that person later on in life, then what? Let's say, for example, that you ghosted your boyfriend or your ex at this time, like now, and then 10 years down the line, you go put in an application for a prominent law firm and you find out that your ex is one of the partners at the firm that you have to meet with before you can be formally accepted. What you gonna do? What can you even say? Because even if someone is like, oh no, I don't hold that against you, which hopefully you know that would be the case, they could be holding it against you in other ways or not even aware of how they behave towards you. When you could have simply ended the relationship in the best possible way. And I'm not saying that breakups are not messy. And I mean, breakups in romantic and platonic relationships, because sometimes breakups do get messy. But if you've done your job and you've communicated what is necessary to communicate, that's no longer on you. I'm talking about where you just don't do a good job at communicating and you abandon the relationship. So what's the problem with ghosting? Ghosting doesn't actually solve the problem. 
It just sweeps the problem under the rug until you encounter the next issue in the relationship. And I know we don't like to hear this, but what if the issue is you? Like, what if you're the problem and you never get to resolve that thing or understand what it is that you might be doing to hurt your relationships if you never seek closure, if you never dive into the conflict? What if your actions are the cause of why that person does what they do? You never find this out if you ghost the person. And it could be intentional or unintentional. It could be something that you perceived and so you behaved a certain way and they perceived and they behaved a certain way, right? When you ghost people, you also miss out on the opportunity to grow. Y'all know we are all about growth and authenticity and solid foundations and self-awareness and vulnerability and humanness on this podcast. So with that in mind, if you're ghosting somebody, you are missing out on your own personal growth. Deeply rooted growth comes from hard conversations and life lessons. And if you abandon a relationship too quickly, you're going to miss out on an opportunity for reconciliation. Reconciliation with, again, yourself for who you might have been in that relationship or even reconciliation with the person. I don't want y'all to take ghosting into the second half of 2022. So I'm going to tell you how to handle your issues instead of ghosting people. But before I do that, we are going to pause and have a word from our sponsor for this episode. Have you been playing small, building someone else's dream while yours slowly dies inside of you? When you walk through the candle aisle of Target with your Starbucks in your hand, dreaming of your next season, you wonder if it's actually possible. You're tired of living the same mediocre cycle. You take the kids to school. You go to a job you're great at, but you feel miserable working at. You pick up the kids. You make dinner. You spend some time with your loved ones. You go to bed and you start the same cycle all over again. What would your kids say if they could see you hiding? How long are you going to hold on to the illusion of who people say you are? I'm Sita Hood, vision architect, but licensed therapist by trade. And I help women to take their big ideas from the dreamer stage into a tangible reality. I want to invite you to activate your influence. I want to invite you to join Activate, a 90-day accelerator for visionary women. Inside of Activate, you're going to learn how to clarify your vision, curate your wellness routines, command your day, and confidence confidently impact any environment you walk into. Aren't you tired of playing small? When's the last time you truly bet on yourself? I want to invite you to level up. Click the link in the show notes to learn more. Hi. Do you find yourself frequently frustrated, struggling to communicate your emotions to the people around you? Are you finding that you got so much bottled up on the inside of you that you can't really communicate? Do you frequently find yourself frustrated almost as if you want to pull out your hair because nobody seems to understand you? 
if this is you, I want to invite you to my latest workshop, Journaling for Mental Wellness. Now, I know you are probably overthinking journaling. You're going to say you've tried journaling 50 million times and you can never seem to get the habit to stick. Trust me, I hear you. I want to invite you to this very special workshop because I'm going to teach you all the basics of journaling. We're going to identify your journaling style, your journaling type, and then I'm going to give you a specific plan for plug and play where you can incorporate journaling for your mental wellness into your lifestyle. Now, what would this workshop be if it wasn't full of prompts and thoughts and ideas and journal starting things, right? So I'm going to give you all of those tips, all of those tools inside of this workshop. If you happen to be free June 9th, I would love it if you would join me for this workshop. I'll talk to you soon. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Oh, <laughs> welcome back, girl. <laughs> I was just taking a little singing break. All right, let's jump back in. How to handle your issues instead of ghosting people. Because we are all about growth from here on out. If you're listening to this podcast, if you are a faithful listener of this podcast, you are more than likely all about growth. With that in mind, as the ads were playing for this episode, you should have had time to go grab a pen and a piece of paper or you got your phone and your digital note taking app open or you have your tablet and your um, digital pen. So get ready to write this down. Just three hot tips. OK, tip number one, get to the root of the issue for you first. All right. You can't communicate what you feel, what you think, if you don't know what you feel and what you think. Uh, the, the ad about the Journaling for Mental Wellness workshop, that workshop was already hosted, but the replay is available on my site. And in my journaling workshop, I covered several frameworks and templates, but there's two that I am consistently recommending to people, and that's the PYF framework and the QPM. So the PYF is the Processing Your Feelings framework, and I am walking you through the process of understanding how you feel and why you feel the way that you feel. And then the QPM is your quick processing method for on the go use. So you can get to the root of how you're feeling quickly without having to do a deep dive journal session. You can understand that fast and in the moment. So I'm going to leave the link for that workshop in the show notes. Even if you don't use that workshop, which of course I highly recommend there, um, the people that attended all felt like it was valuable. And um, I know we see a lot of journaling workshops and things like that. And it's like, oh, well, what's the difference here? The difference is that I'm giving you plug and play formulas, plug and play templates. And uh, you're really going to walk away with a new understanding for how you journal and what that looks like in your daily lifestyle. So it is valuable, but even if you do not use that workshop to get to the root of it, I would highly recommend taking some time to really sit down and get to the root cause of what the issue is. 
we have surface level issues that we are bothered by that come to mind and those are oftentimes the things that fly out of our mouths when we're talking to people but that's just at the surface the real issue is underneath that and so you have to do some self-exploration to understand why that is hot tip number two communicate the issue with the person communicate the issue once you have figured out what's bugging you say it Be open to feedback and understand that if you want the relationship to grow, if you want to grow, and if you want to save the relationship or even leave the relationship in the best possible state, you have to also be ready to take ownership for your role in the situation if the person has feedback they want to give you. I know For me in particular, there was a relationship that was out of alignment with where I am in my life right now. And it wasn't just me making this choice. Like Holy Spirit told me this relationship was not for me. I, first of all, had a feeling where I was feeling very unsettled around this person and about this person who was like, yes, we need to spend more time together. We need to blah, blah, blah. And me being me, I'm like, yeah, for sure. We definitely need to kick it. We need to link up because, come on, that's what you say (laughs) when someone says that, right? Like, that's the surface level thing. That's the first thing that comes to mind. But I was unsettled. And every time this person would talk to me, I would feel confused. Like, what do they want? Why now? What's happening? And that in itself was a sign that I was just feeling uncomfortable about the interactions. I couldn't put my finger on what it was. And so then as we progressed, you know, and kind of stayed in contact or whatever, I felt bad because they called to attention something that I was doing and I took ownership for that, you know, and, and I, didn't share with them the whole story that I was feeling uncomfortable, which is what was causing me to show up in the relationship like that, because I just don't feel like that was necessary. Like that wasn't a necessary piece for them to know, but I did take some ownership and part of me taking ownership, I fell into the trap of, yes, I'll do better. Yes. I'll show up differently in this relationship And girl, when I tell you that the Holy Spirit gave me a very strong dream that night and it was crystal clear that this person was not meant for me. And the next day I had the conversation to say, I'm sorry, I just cannot commit to this relationship the way that you want me to commit to it. And that was that. So I wanted to leave the relationship in the best possible way that I could And I did my best to communicate that with the person without saying like, oh, yeah, the Holy Spirit gave me a dream. You not for me, you whatever. I still don't even have full clarity upon why this person is not meant to be in my life. But I do know that I have a very strong no from the Holy Spirit. (laughs) And so with that strong no, I have to navigate that. So communicate the issue with the person. You want to leave the relationship in the best possible way. And then finally come to a resolution. So my resolution in that situation was to just be very upfront. You know, you're cool. That's fine. But I can't do this right now. I cannot commit to you. 
And I thought that that was very fair to say up front. And so did the other person. You know, they said, yes, they agree with that. And what they do and what I do from there on out, you know, we're responsible for our own actions. But if you come to a resolution, that's what leaves the relationship in a good place. You can talk about a problem until you're blue in the face. But if you never come to a resolution, the issue will always have room to resurrect. So put it to bed and be done with it. Where do you go from here? How do you want the relationship to be moving forward? Is there a relationship moving forward? Or are your intentions and your values and where you stand crystal clear? And there you have it. A quick process for confronting uncomfortable situations so you can stop ghosting your relationships. You can do this. I believe in you. I do. I really do believe in you. And I know you can. It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, this week I have been loving the simplicity of life, right? The simplicity of having the time to just like take it easy this summer And by take it easy this summer, I mean carving out moments to take it easy because, you know, I am on the tail end of getting my doctorate. If you follow my journey on Instagram, you already know that. But if you don't and you want to know more, go to my Instagram. I have a specific highlight about becoming doctorhood. So uh, I'm on the tail end of this doctorate. And so I have to schedule in time for myself to relax time with my family. And I'm loving just the simplicity of like a backyard weekday grill out with my immediate family. (laughs) I am also loving just really, I know y'all it's going to sound so cliche, but like the breeze, the trees, noticing the greenness of the grass, the roses on the side of my house that are blooming. Um, that's a treat. (laughs) So really just the simplicity of life and the ability to slow down the beauty of seeing all the work that I've done for the past few years lead up to this point. This is what I've been working for and towards. And I want to encourage you today to stop and smell the roses to stop and get engaged with the simple things of life and to look at where your hard work has brought you. Because I guarantee that there's something that you can find to be grateful for in your environment. As simple as it is, even if it is just like a warm shower, right? Like I remember when the pandemic first started and I was at home with my kids and my husband was on the road working, I would say after a long day of me seeing clients and my son was about one and a half, two during the pandemic and my daughter was in school. So I was helping her with virtual learning and, you know, just all the things in the house quarantine. At the end of the night, I was just like, God, thank you for this hot shower. 
Like that hot shower was bae, okay? And you know what? That's another thing that I can add to the list. I've been um, doing something that I like to call an intentional shower. (laughs) Obviously, when we take showers, we want to be very intentional about washing our bodies and all that. But I think that we have to get creative about the ways that we incorporate wellness into our life. And so I'm a person that loves bubble baths and things like that. But if I'm being honest, bubble baths are just not really a realistic part of every season of my life. And for this season where I'm trying to hustle responsibly to finish up this doctorate, I don't have time for extended baths. So I take what I like to call an intentional shower where I'm showering, I'm lathering up my body, of course, and then I'm putting maybe like a sugar scrub on my body. I'm taking the time to put the oils on my body and to get those rough edges like those knees and those elbows, girl. (laughs) And just like maybe even lighting a candle as I'm taking a shower and listening to some soft jazz music because jazz is what soothes me. So again, a simple pleasure, a simple thing that I think we can take for granted, especially living in America. If you live in America or even if you live in a country where, um, you know, you have the ability to make your own decisions like that. Shout out to all my people that are listening to the podcast outside of the U.S. That is so dope to me, right? Like I see y'all. I see y'all. And I'm so happy that you're here. All right, so that is what I'm loving this week. In my best Matthew McConaughey voice, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) I'm just kidding, y'all. I do a bad Matthew McConaughey impression. Anyway, (laughs) this week we talked about why you should stop ghosting your friendships, relationships, etc., And I gave you three hot tips for how to handle your issue instead of ghosting. One, get to the root of the issue for you first. Two, communicate the issue with the person. Three, come to a resolution. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, share the love. Share it on social media. Share it with your mama. Share it with your friends. Share it with your auntie. Then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that is all I have for you this week. I cannot wait to talk to you again next week. I'll see you out on these social media streets.